welcome to Victory Church Bible Study. I am Gian, the founding pastor for Victory Church, and with me, my wife Tracy. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good. Hello to everybody. We are very happy to be here in the house of the Lord. This room, this is one of the rooms in our property located in 2400 West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas. We call this room the Bible Study Room. It's filled with couches and chairs, and it's just very homey. People love it in here. We thank you for watching and listening. It's a blessing for us, and we appreciate your comments, your messages all the time, and your encouragement. This study is called the Bible Timeline. We started this study over a year ago, you remember? Yeah, almost a year and a half ago. <laughs> this is lesson number 56. We started it in Genesis chapter 1. <laughs> Today we are in Genesis 26 verses 34 and 35. Yeah, we've been reading these, I'd like to mention, verse by verse by verse, going through the Bible and picking through it. It's just been a great study. It may take us a long time, but what this is what we're here for, to go through the Bible and learn it. And we love this, and we appreciate your, your time to... Uh, be with us today, October 30th, 2018, and we read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Genesis 26, 34-35 When Esau was 40 years old, he married two Hittite women. One was Judith, the daughter of Beri, the other was Basemath, the daughter of Elon. These marriages made Isaac and Rebekah very unhappy. Very unhappy. Very, they were very unhappy. Why were they very unhappy? Well, there, there are several things that we have discussed about it. Before we get to the lesson, I want to explain to you, we are using easy-to-read version. We extract those passages and we print it in, in a format that all of us here, uh, during the study, we read it. And uh, we have these clipboards and we make notes and there, are, some, notes. there are good points that we share. But you feel free to read in your version, whatever version you like, pretty much is, is the same. You know that. There are little differences here and there, but mainly it's the same scripture. It's the Word of God. Correct. If you are watching through Facebook or you are interested in getting a copy of the notes, feel free to do it. We add in our comments the picture of this particular study and, and you will be able to to see it if you want to. He's, talk, right. he's referring to this, correct? Correct. Correct. He the, attaches this form. Correct. I refer to that. Thank you, honey. That was good. <laughs> All right. Glad to help. This um, incident is happening near the year 1900 before Christ. B.C. B.C. That's a long time ago. B.C. Now, uh, a lot of people uh, do not know what is the meaning of A.D. when, right. you know, we talk about our era, A.D. Some people say, after death, <laughs> and, uh, well, it, it sounds like after death, but it's not that. It's, it's Latin for Anno Domini, which means the, the year of the Lord. But this particular passage is... Uh, uh, approximately in the year 1900 before Christ, B.C. This tribe, the Hittites, 
Hittites or whatever you're going to call Hittites. It. Hittites. They were a very interesting tribe. You know that they were interested in two things. One thing was in starting to write things. They used a technique, cuneiform. They were using some sort of like a sculpting, if you want to. You know. Like a chisel? Exactly. They were. So that's cuneiform. Cuneiform. They are like pioneers chisel. in that particular um, technique. And uh, of course, they have their own uh, symbols or characters. And uh, they were in, in that direction. They work in that direction. They like that. This is one of the characteristics of this Hittite tribe. The other thing that is characterized of them is their interest in bronze weapons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why do you think it was bronze? Or why, do you, why is it that they were interested in bronze? Well, at that point, that was the metal that the people started to use. It's just what they had. They had that available, and they started to get familiar with the use and how to work with that. And naturally, defending themselves was important. So weapons, Absolutely. <laughs> weapons were necessary. So those are two characteristics of this tribe. I mention this for one reason. Uh, the, the end of this verse 35 says that these marriages, the fact that Isaac and Rebecca's son, Isa, married two, married two women. That's the problem right there. From this tribe. <laughs> right, it, it, women? Right. Two women, why, right? That is strange. Don't understand those. But here's one thing that I, that I want you to consider. When we meet people that are highly skilled, that they are knowledgeable in certain areas, sometimes we feel frightened. Mm -hmm. It is a normal reaction. You meet somebody that is really good at something, or, for instance, let's talk about beauty. Somebody that is pretty, uh, handsome man, good-looking woman. The rest feel a little bit frightened. Intimidated. Intimidated. Right. right. Somebody with huge muscles shows up, and, you know, we are there, a bunch of... Well, let, let me tell you this. <laughs> when we're at home, and he's talking about different things, you know, we do pretty good talking, but there's so much that he knows that it's a little intimidating. All right, well, appreciate it's that. Not, it's not a fear. I'm very um, challenged by that, and I really like it. But that's what I feel when I'm around people that are a lot smarter, very intimidated. Well, and, and you know what? This tribe, they were special people. They, they were really good at that, uh, those kind of things that I just mentioned earlier. Um, but the truth is we need to get to know people that come from different backgrounds. That is important today. You know, the lesson of tonight, it is intercultural families. Mm. The importance of being intercultural, you know, in our case, yeah, we're intercultural. We are. <laughs> He's from Guatemala. I'm from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> East Texas, really. There are so many details behind our story and the kind of things that we used to eat or drink or, you know, just habits, right? <laughs> right. And we are different in, 
And that is exactly what is happening in today's world. But the news is, this is not new. No. no. <laughs> this has All been... the different people back in the Bible times. My word. Correct. But today, you have relationships with people. And sometimes when you are being introduced to somebody mm -hmm. new, if that person probably is, uh, looks too smart for you, maybe, or too strong, or too or rich. Just a little different. Or whatever. And uh, that person has uh, areas where he or she is very intelligent. You know what is the first thing that I say about it is, let's try to learn right. from this person. Let's listen to this person. Why? We can learn something. Exactly. Why we will close the door just because this person... To that knowledge, uh, yes. ...has knowledge about something. You know, it perhaps it's the way that this person speaks. You know, maybe the accent, perhaps. <laughs> or simply their vocabulary. Right. That person doesn't speak like us. It doesn't dress like us. Right. You know, it's just a different person, a person from, from a different background, we need to be open to get to know these individuals. Right. And I remember working for um, a very cultural um, company from Sweden, and we had people coming in from all different countries, from China, and from all kinds of countries, and we were always briefed before they showed up this country doesn't believe in shaking hands. Don't do that. This, you know, all the different things we had to learn mm. so that they received us and we didn't insult them. And it was, it was very interesting to learn those things. That is correct. Shaking hands, giving hugs, for instance, you know. Right. Everyone is different, but we need to let everybody show their uh, ideas and get to get to know this individual in, in your family you, you eventually will find somebody that brings somebody else and then you are shocked because this person has something you know her hairstyle or <laughs> the way they dress or... whatever you know you just don't don't feel frightened for that let them show who, who they right. are what do they think what do they like Mm -hmm. And we need to be very respectful of their beliefs. Right. Right. It, it, there, is, there is nothing wrong with people having different beliefs, you know. It's just the way that life is. Mm -hmm. But this is something that I need to share with you. That although new friends, new people that you get to know have the right to believe in what they believe, you also have the right to believe what you believe. And exactly as those individuals have the right to share their views, what they like and what they dislike, you also have the same right. Because after all, when you are getting together with others and you are allowing them to, to tell you what they think and you, you want to get to know them, Mm -hmm. I think it's very normal and uh, it's, uh, it's fair that you also will be able to share with them what you think. But it's also very polite and I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. Um, 
very courteous, mm -hmm. very polite, and people will receive you so much better if you show interest in them. That's Co true. Correct? That, that, that is absolutely true. We, we need to be, become good listeners and, you know, sometimes ask questions. But in regards of your beliefs, you need to make sure that you believe what you say you believe. And that you know how to explain it. And you need to know what is exactly what you believe. Right. Because somebody says, uh, well, I am against this thing. And you say, yeah, me too. Or you say, no, I believe the opposite. Well, why do you believe why? that? Um, well, somewhere in the Bible, there's... <laughs> you're not going to be very... No. Believable. No. The, the right thing to do when it's about getting to know others is to be willing to listen. You know, do not close the door just because they are different than right. you. Let them share their views. Let them talk and share. And it's not just about being. Think. It's not just about cultural differences. It's whether they're tall, short, old, young, right. fat, skinny, whatever. Don't turn your nose up to people that are different. Absolutely, be open to that. But also, there must be a time during that encounter where. As you listen to this person, now is the time for you to explain what you think. Right. Because let's say, let's suppose that wherever you are, someone says, I'm an atheist. You know, I don't believe in, in God. Or I don't celebrate uh, this particular Christmas holiday. Or, right. And um, I don't want to say those words because that offends me. Okay, well, that person has the right to, to say that and express that. But at the same time, you have the right to say, yeah. listen, I, I listened to you for 10 minutes, your explanation. I would like you to give me five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have that same right. I, I would like to share with you, why do I believe what I believe? Uh, no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> ah, so you are showing me now your true character. You just don't care what I think. Right. You just came here to tell me what you think, and you think that you are the, the center of attention of this group. You are wrong. You see? Or it's your way, or it's their way, or the highway. No, 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 no. In any social encounter, when you are being nice and allow others to express their view, you also have the right to express your view. That's right. and, and you don't need to fight, you know, you don't need to argue and say, Hey, no. listen, I heard you, now it's my turn. No, you don't. <laughs> In fact, you just you no. lose your credibility exactly. by doing that. No, you, you, but you have the right to say, hey, can I ask you a question? I heard you for 10 minutes, your exposition about your views. Can I use the same time to explain, explain to you my views? That is the right thing to do. Right. But what if you don't know exactly what do you say you believe? That they is a problem. They just missed a good opportunity. That <laughs> is a problem. So you say you believe certain things. You need to study what you say you believe. Right. And if you are a Christian, if you are a believer, it's your duty to go to the Bible and study the Scripture. Right. And come to conclusions right. based on the scripture. Right. Because you study the scripture and you go to your pastor or your mentor or your Bible teacher 
and, and then you use the scriptures and you say, uh, mm. this passage says this, this passage says yes. that. I believe. Yeah, you need to know certain passages. If, you have if you're to. wanting to try to start stepping out there and ministering to people outside, you've got to have the 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 basic scriptures for salvation or correct why you believe there's a God or correct. But now returning to the point of this story, Isaac and Rebecca and Esau and these two uh, Esau and these two girls. Here, here we, we are seeing a classic event, intercultural marriage. And how are we going to respond to that? Well, we, we need to learn to respect and accept the differences. If you are part of a blended family, you know, whatever kind of backgrounds, you know, mm -hmm. You have to learn to accept the other person's uh, desires, interests, and habits. You know, as long as they are decent things, right? Well, you 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 should go along with that. Right. You know, uh, th there are some foods that, uh, for some people, are absolutely offensive. They they think, "What? I'm not going to eat that." Well, no. that that's okay. But Their if beliefs say they can't eat certain things. Yeah, but if your spouse likes to eat that, you should respect that. Right. And if you can't stand the smell while the spouse is cooking <laughs> that, go somewhere else, you know, and do other things and let your spouse enjoy that. Right. And don't say detrimental things about it. Right. You know, offensive things that you can say about that food or about that drink or about that outfit or about that habit right. because you don't you don't need to offend your spouse or your uh, relatives in those kind of uh, right. there's no sense in when you gather for holidays or birthdays to turn it into one big huge no. debate or argument you know people people say though you know what's going to happen we go over to uncle so-and-so's it's always going to be a debate over there's no sense in that no no reason to even Bring it up. You know, it's particularly when the one that is creating the issue is a believer. That is not nice. A believer should be a person that brings peace wherever he or she goes. Right. And brings joy, brings harmony. Not discord. Or problems, arguments, because of uh, a symbol. You know, we need to respect everyone's home and everyone's culture. You know, that is a good thing to do. We don't need to feel frightened by others. Right. Even if we come to a point of disagreement, we can be social about it. Right. We can be civil about it. What does it matter? It. I mean, if you're meeting with family and they celebrate Christmas one way than you, what does it matter? I mean, you can say the simplest thing, oh, that's so beautiful. Even though you don't believe in the way they decorate or whatever, just be kind. It is important that you are respectful about those things. Now, let's talk about other point, which is parents' approval. Ideally, children should honor their parents. If the parents are decent people that do life in the right way, 
and they are raising the kids, they expect that the kids will look for the parents' approval. Right. And uh, there is no reason for any children, any child, just saying, well, I don't care. No. No, you should care. You should look for that approval. But eventually, if your parents, if the parents are not willing to work with this child, <laughs> yeah. eventually the parents, if they don't want to give the approval, eventually this kid is going to marry this person. Right. And then becomes part of the family. Right. And if the parents are not approving this thing, you know what is going to happen. And so, are those parents willing to lose those children just because they disagree, disapprove this spouse? It is, it is way, way too much sometimes. Right. So, parents must be also very understanding of what children want. Because, right. after all, it's their marriage, it's their life. Even, even friends, when that relationship we know is not going to work well, because we need to accept the children's decision and respect that decision. Right. Correct. Okay, now. It's not worth it to lose that relationship with your child. No. Now, but let's go farther in, in time. There are occasions when the parents are or widow, widower, or divorced, or simple, simply they are adult singles, right? And they start to consider the possibility of dating. So now is this guy or girl, you know, <laughs> old people, whatever age, you know, could be 80, 70, 60, 50, 40, whatever age, with children that are now adult. And now this person <laughs> is trying to look for the children's approval. Yeah. And you know, you know what is the deal? The deal is, it comes to the same point. Yeah. Adult children, whether in their 20s, 30s, or 40s, that you shouldn't be dating. That's, I don't want to, you can't replace dad or you can't replace mom. I don't, I don't like this. Well, Ideally, <laughs> in those cases, those old people, they should find the approval in their kids for that relationship, ideally. To an extent. But there is a point <laughs> when children need to accept this person's decision. Right. Because, after all, it's this person's life right. and marriage. And this right. person is the one who can make that decision. But you see what I'm talking about here is basically the importance of respecting the differences among Both people. Sides. Right. And for some reason, this relationship between and his wife's with Isaac and his wife Rebecca, that family just right there started it wrong mm -hmm. and we as, as we continue with this study we will find out more situations that are about to happen between a lot <laughs> happens in the bible doesn't it just After name that, it <laughs> and uh, i i wonder what if this will not be that way what if uh, isaac and rebecca probably will have a better relationship with these women and and perhaps approve that and get along with Isa, maybe things will be different. I don't know. <sighs> but what I can tell you is this, <laughs> that you and us right now in 2018, we need to learn to respect 
the cultural differences. Right. Do not be frightened because somebody is different than you. Do not be mad. Learn to learn, learn to listen, learn right. to, to receive from them whatever their views are. And also, you educate yourself about your beliefs so you will be able to explain what is what you believe when the time comes for an explanation. Right. We wish you a beautiful night and we thank you for watching. If you have never opened your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, this is a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity right here and now. Right here. Let's do it together. We open our hearts. Right. And we say, Lord God. Lord God. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your forgiveness. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You are our brother, our sister in the Lord Jesus Christ. You are part of the family of God. Right. And, and if you just prayed this prayer, we would be very interested and honored to know if you just prayed that prayer, please leave a comment or something and let us know. We, we want to rejoice with you. Feel free to email, to message, and uh, go to our website, thechurch.us, and uh, we will continue posting these videos to share with you God's Word. Have a beautiful night. Bye-bye.